Hello, and welcome to the Get the Acceptance Letter podcast. My name is Treasure Shields Redmond, and I help busy parents of elite students secure top-tier education without massive debt. This week, in the Debt-Free Degree Parent Support Group on Facebook, which you should join, by the way, we were focusing on ACT and SAT testing. Do you know that all juniors should take the ACT for the first time seriously by spring of their junior year? Now, optional, but generally recommended, is that you take the ACT or the SAT on your own time after the spring by June. If you're taking AP exams, consider SAT subject exams in May or June while the subjects are fresh in your mind. And if you want to know more about ACT and SAT testing, you can go to compassprep.com. Now, we talked about comparing the ACT and the SAT, and here's what I noted. The ACT has four sections, English, Reading, Math, and Science. The SAT has two required sections, Writing and Language and Math. On the ACT, the composite score is a 1 through a 36, and each section receives a 1 through a 36. On the SAT, the composite score is 400 to 1600. Each section can receive between a 200 and an 800. On the ACT, all of the sections count the same. Reading, English, and science are all variations on verbal skills. So really the ACT is about 75% a verbal test. Math is worth 25%. On the ACT, or excuse me, the SAT, both sections count the same. Writing and language is worth about 50% and math is worth about 50%. If you seem to have heard that the SAT is harder than the ACT, it might be due to this different breakdown of the parts. Regarding the ACT, some colleges require, but very few, require an essay. With the SAT, it's the same. The essay, some colleges require, but very few. Regarding the length, the ACT takes three hours and 35 minutes with the writing, three hours without. And the SAT is roughly the same, three hours and 50 minutes with the writing, three hours without. Now, you may be wondering if you've already taken the test or your child has already taken the test, should you retake it? Well, there's some statistics on that. With the SAT from the first to the second test, about 55% people, percent of people do see an improvement. With the ACT, about 57% of people see an improvement. That means about 10% for the SAT see no change when they retake the test. And about 21% from the ACT see no change. Now here's the one that people are worried about. About 35% of retakers for the SAT 
see a decline between test one and test two. And about 22% for the ACT see a decline. On average, score increases from retesting alone are usually modest. So don't become too anxious about retaking the test over and over again. As a last note, I'll tell you that test preparation works. Whether you prefer to work on your own time or in a structured classroom setting or with an individual tutor, there are plenty of options available to fit your screenager. And finally, don't forget about the wonder of super scoring. Often, colleges take the highest score from each section and make their own super score. I hope this has allayed some of your anxiety about testing. I'm Treasure Shields Redmond at GetTheAcceptanceLetter.online.